Bokeen, and we are two brown chicks changing the face of therapy on both, both sides, sides of the couch. Of the couch. <laughs> you did all of that practice and you still did your own tip-off. <laughs> that worked okay. well. Thank we you had guys a whole for joining offline, us. Right. Yes. We were supposed to be practicing and still didn't work out, but that's fine. It it worked. It worked. It's just that in person we're way better. That's I mean, eventually we will see each other again. <laughs> Do you realize that like for the past, I guess, two years we saw each other probably three, four times a week. Every, and <laughs> yes. I haven't seen you like since March. Well, I saw you like a couple of times to just to like drop off the keys and stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, yes. We saw each other like twice since the pandemic past drive-throughs not like so anyways thank you guys for joining us we are back for another episode of between sessions um today we're going to be talking about putting yourself first um i feel like that's a conversation that we often have about boundaries and self-care and all of that and i don't know if it's always so clear as to why, why are you smiling like that What is happening? You can't hear me? Can you hear me? Yes. Yes. I don't know what happens. It just like, there was a message that came through and then I can't hear you. And then I have to go back and say that I'm like- this, I just saw this. I'm like, what is happening? <laughs> trying to change the settings on the microphone. Oh, okay. So I would just ignore that if I see you do it again, but I was so confused. <laughs> All right, so yes, we're going to be talking about putting ourselves first. Um, a lot of times we talk about like boundaries and self-care and all those things. And, you know, I think a big part of that is like, take care of yourself, take care of yourself, take care of yourself. And we don't always understand like what that means, why it's important and, and you know, how to not feel like guilty and all of that because of it. So we're going to chat about what does that even mean to put yourself first? Right. How do you make sure you're not doing it in a selfish way? Like all of that. So Starting with the first question, what I just said, like, what does that even mean? Like, what does that, what does putting yourself first mean or even look like in real life? Right. You know, it's so interesting because I have been doing, I feel like so much work around this for the greater part of my life because I was raised to not put myself first, mm -hmm. you know, as a Latina, you know, I was raised, put yourself at the end and serve everybody else first. So it's, I think for, but I think that's the case for, I think a lot of women and in particular black, brown women where we are raised to put ourselves at the bottom of the list. And I think it can be really easy for us to swing the pendulum in the other way, right? Like as we're trying to break free of that way of thinking just for our own survival, then we might swing the pendulum in the other way. It's like, okay, well, I don't care about anything. I don't care right, about anything. Right. So that's out of balance too. So when I think of the healthy way of putting myself first, it yes, it's self-care, but I think it's, it's an even more intentional way of thinking about it, where if I look at any situation, if I put my needs first, what does that look like? And I think what's important is for us to also understand that that, that doesn't mean that you're not part of a collective, because I think that's the really important piece is how do I maintain that and still do my part as I'm part of this collective? And as what is the culture for so many of us is that we are raised 
to think of the collective, right? So for me, putting myself first is this ongoing monitoring of what do I need to do? What do I need to say in order for me to be okay? Mm-hmm. Right? Like what, like what, and that might be at times that I have to do something for someone else mm-hmm. so that I can be okay. Right? Like, so in order for, I'm a mother. So in order for me to really be okay, I need to make sure that the responsibilities that are mine as a mother, that I'm tending to those. Mm-hmm. That's for me to be okay. And it takes an extra effort of intention to stay aware of when then it's becoming off-center to where it's like, now the only thing I'm focused on are what my kids right. need for me, right? Right, Because I also need to take into consideration all these other needs that I have in addition to feeling like I'm doing what I need to do as a mother. So the question is like, what does that even look like? Um, I think it's an awareness that you start to build and it's this internal advocate that begins to develop in where you're doing what you need to do to tend to yourself, to hold up, to show up like in the most healthy way into different situations. And so that you're maintaining that balance. And that doesn't always look perfect, but mm-hmm. I think it's like we've been talking about kind of like that North star that you're always aiming towards. Right, all right. I think it's, it's always being, like you said, kind of understanding what your needs are and then making a decision whether or not you're gonna focus on them as opposed to just automatically not doing that. I think a lot right. of times when we're talking about um, like taking care of others or things like that, we're not even looking at it like I'm putting my needs second. We just aren't even aware of what we need. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just so this is focused on someone else. And so I think, like you said, even being able to identify like, well, this is what I would need in this situation or this is what I desire, whatever the case may be. It's something that most people don't do when they have been taught that you just focus on everybody else and you do for others. And that's how you feel good is by doing for others. Um, but then you start to feel when you feel like you're constantly drained or you feel like you don't have the energy for for other people, right. that's typically a good sign that you haven't been looking at what your needs are and you haven't been spending some energy like focusing on that. So I think even in yeah. that, in the fact that you're making the decision, even if you choose not to, right? Even if in this moment, like I need an extra hour of sleep, I really do, but I know I need to like get my kid to the doctor or whatever the case may be. Like, even if you're literally saying, I know that this is what I need right now, but I'm choosing to do this other thing at least you're aware of it. So in the future, you can say, nope, this time I'm going to choose me because whatever is happening, I can find another way around it. Um, yeah. So you're not so in, so much on autopilot like we typically are going through life. Yeah, because I think, that's, I think that's one of the things that, again, when we're raised in a way where you're not necessarily on the radar, it can be really hard to kind of find the balance be with the other end of but I am somebody who cares about other people and I do care about my family and I do care about my friends. So how do I find the balance? And so sometimes that can get really confusing. And so we get overly boundaried, Mm -hmm. right? And I think that's one of the things about therapy in particular, in particular, you know, the therapy that we were trained in is that it is very much based on these, you know, white, centralized um, theories and, and, and ideas where 
our people tend to be thinking more of the collective and thinking about each other. So I think that's the other thing is you start to go to therapy and you start to hear about self-care and putting yourself first and all that. And so does that mean then I cut everybody off? We've been talking about this a lot, like cut everybody off. And I do think it's a process of learning how to do this in a way that is more balanced. And I think if you can take into consideration that it's not always going to be perfect. There may be days that I get it better than others. But again, it's, what am I, am I doing what I need to do when I think about caring about my family? Okay, like I'm caring about my family. I wanna do what's best for my family. I, I will often remind my clients, well, you're part of that family. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, so what do you need to do? Because if you're caring for the family, what's mm-hmm. best for the family, then you get to include your needs in that right. as well. Right, 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 right. That's, that's really important that, you know, we often take ourselves out of it and just focus on everybody else. So that's smart that you're saying, like, but what about you as a part of this whole unit? Um, and just being able to really understand that, well, I guess that goes into like why it's important for you to do. Right. Because I think mm-hmm. sometimes we don't we we don't see the benefits of it. We don't see why we need to do it. It's just kind of like, OK, people tell me I need to like take time myself, but I don't have time. I have to focus here. Yeah. Da, da, da. And so we don't always understand why it is important that you put yourself first. And again, to it's not to say that you're not collaborative, because, of course, I'm thinking about in relationships and. It's not to say that you're not like able to collaborate, you're not compromising or anything like that. But when you have that awareness, you can make it very clear that this is what I need. And when someone is able to make it very clear that this is what I need, I need then y'all can have a more authentic and honest conversation about what it takes for y'all to get there, to what makes sure both people's needs are met. But when it's very much like, oh, whatever you want, whatever you want, whatever you want, then it, it can feel, it's difficult for you, but it's also difficult for other people as well. So I think that that aware one that awareness helps you start to trust yourself and trust your gut. I think when we're talking about you know interacting or ha- with other people and even just finding yourself in different situations, the more that we're so focused on what everybody else needs, we're not we're not able to really know in these situations is this right for me or is this not right for me? And and that could be work related, it can be relationship, it could be whatever. And so the more that you kind of like practice kind of what you said earlier, the more that you're practicing honing in on that skill, the more that you're becoming more and more aware of like, oh, this feels good, this doesn't feel good, I like this, I don't like that, then the easier it is for you to navigate some of these these areas where maybe you were looking for someone else to kind of help guide you or tell you which way to go. So I think that's really important as to like why you should put yourself first. Yeah, and and, and I, and you said something there like earlier about the other person. Again, like if you think of yourself as part of this relationship, whatever relationship that may be, or part of this unit, the goal is for there to be balance, right? Like it's just as important for us to learn to receive as it is for us to learn how to give. And so if I am always the one who is putting others first, that means I'm always tending to other need, others' needs, then I'm not allowing the other people in my life to also practice balance, to also practice giving, to also practice taking care of themselves, right? Because again, it's about this perfect blend between the interdependence and the autonomy. And I think that can be really difficult because we do live in this in this society where it is very individualized and very much like, you know, you got to do it for yourself and, you know, like, 
nobody's going to be there for you and just you know you're on your own you're on your on your own and being completely independent that it can be really difficult then when you're again trying to swing the pendulum from the other side like okay well then does is this what i need to do to be healthy right and so it is difficult but again if you can think like if i'm always the giver the giver the giver then who is not being allowed to be the giver right who who is not getting to practice giving of themselves right, and right. or tending to themselves because then i'm taking that from them yeah yeah and it's 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 when you get to have those positive feelings of doing for other people wouldn't someone around you want to have those same positive feelings exactly being able to feel like they are also taking care of you um, which makes them feel like they're a participant of the unit like they get to participate in different ways it doesn't have to be just this one-sided one-way thing Um, because that also can feel really bad if you are the person that's always receiving that doesn't feel good either you know that's all okay but you don't have any needs you don't have anything that you want you know um so so yeah I think that's a really good point is it selfish though right is it selfish to put yourself first well, and one thing I wanted to add be- before that is the the only other thing with that, with allowing other people to kind of be in that space is, and then for them to learn to care for themselves, that's what builds up confidence, mm-hmm. right? Like when I know like, you know what, I can handle things and what's thrown at me and I have an, an amazing support system and I don't have to go through it alone. But I also, there's a certain confidence that comes when you overcome some sort of struggle. But if I'm consistently saving you from your struggle, right, because I'm putting your needs ahead of mine, then I'm not allowing for you to develop that confidence that comes with you also stepping in for yourself. But yes, so um, is it selfish to put yourself first? Um, Again, when we're thinking of this in terms of caring for yourself, it it goes back to the, to the, what I've talked about before with self-care versus being selfish, because I mean, this this is just so closely related to self-care. Um, it's only selfish when I am meeting my needs or putting myself first at the expense of you, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like not in disappointing you, but I'm going to put myself first ahead of you and then somehow rob you of something. And sometimes we're not really robbing people of stuff. We're just disappointing them that we're not taking care of everything Mm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. right like we're not necessarily causing harm to them because if I'm putting myself first I'm also taking care of my responsibilities Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. right like okay I have this responsibility to do like I can't have any like I know you really want me to go over there and do happy hour with you because you want somebody to talk to but I really need to make sure I finish this session or I do the session I see my client you know what I mean like so I'm going to put myself first and my responsibilities first and then once I finish that I will go and hang out with you right like that's not necessary so it's the things that you're putting first are not always just going to be like well bubble baths and visits to the spa right right it's my responsibilities too and I I feel like it can be selfish. <clears throat> I think we always put like these negative and positive connotations on words when there doesn't need to be one. Is it okay to be selfish sometimes? Definitely. Is it okay to put yourself first sometimes? Definitely. <clears throat> Unless you're harming someone, it's, it's why is it a problem? If I, happy hour, 
can you go to happy hour? I can. I don't want to. I want to sit on my couch, <laughs> right? And that's yes. And I that shouldn't now. Of course, if you want to like develop relationships and you're never doing what the other person wants to do or you never want it's always about you then yeah definitely that can cause an issue but I don't think there's anything wrong with like and and I think what you said earlier about like sometimes we go to that extreme and I think sometimes we do need to go to that extreme to start to learn like okay I can say no and I can do what's best for me and I can da 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 and then you can kind of come back to that middle ground of like but sometimes you give into other people right just like sometimes people do stuff for you you know if if you um are having a party and you live far away. I'm just saying it because I live in the loop in Houston. <laughs> yeah. And you live Ten far minutes, away. Yeah, right. I don't you live far away. Whatever. I don't want to necessarily have to drive out there, but as a friend, and I know that you want my presence there, then I'm going to do that. It, right. yeah, so sometimes you do give in, but it's okay if there are times when you're just like, no, this isn't for me. I don't want to do this. And that is all I have. I don't have a real reason. I don't have, you know, but this is me just deciding that's something I don't want to do. So I think that putting yourself first technically can be selfish, but like you said, unless it's doing harm to somebody else, unless it's like damaging, damaging the relationship in an unhealthy way. Right. So not damaging it because they, you're not doing what they want you to do when they're mad about it, but damaging it in a way that is like, you are very focused on your needs and the other person's needs don't matter. Like outside yeah. of that, it's nothing wrong with saying like, I'm going to do what's best for me. Uh, and I would like for you to do what's best for you. And then what you said earlier really triggered something as far as like, I am going to meet my needs and I'm not going to expect you to meet all of my needs. And I would like exactly. you to me to meet all of your needs. Right. Um, and sometimes we get so dependent on people and like, well, if you, I, I need you to do all of these things for me to make me feel good when it's like, you have the capability of doing it yourself. And yeah. can I do it sometimes yeah. to, to help and things like that? Definitely but you don't have to depend on me solely and I don't have to depend on you solely. Um, Yeah, and I think with, you know, kind of, I'm still stuck on this word selfish mm -hmm. because I think it has a negative connotation. Mm -hmm. It does have a negative connotation. And when I, and when I, because I think when I think of selfish, I think of the imbalanced way of putting Mm -hmm. ourselves first. So that's why- you think in moment by moment? Mm-hmm. Like in this moment, I might be being selfish, but tomorrow I might be completely selfless and do whatever you yeah. need to do, you know? Yeah. And that's, so I like to think of it as, because I do have an adverse reaction to it. <laughs> no, yeah, I get it. But I'm sure a lot of people do. And that's why it's like, oh, kind of like overcoming like the idea of being selfish. I like to think of it as being self-full, right? Like mm-hmm. I am full of myself that's not necessarily a bad thing because when I bring all of these parts of me into consideration, there's also a part of me that is very much compassionate and part of a collective. And there's a part of me that also understands that I get to nurture myself and I get to care for myself as well, right? So I think selfish is the extreme. It's that like, that's when I'm like I'm always just in, I think you have to have like several episodes of that to be selfish, right? right, like, right, right. Like that's your norm, you know? But when you're doing like how you said moment to moment, that is just like, no, I'm advocating for myself and I'm taking care of myself in this deep, profound way. And I do that also understanding that I'm part of a bigger collective. And the more that I take care of myself, the more I can show up for my community, that more I can show up for my family, the more I can show up for my friends. Mm-hmm. I just think that like, 
we try to work from the other way around. Like we try to work like from what's, what's the saying, you know, anyways. Yes. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> we go from the outside in instead of from the inside out. Yes, you know, and, and, and that's not necessarily a bad thing. I just think for people who struggle with this, for people pleasers, for um, moms with guilt, for, you know, like all of the things, it's that that becomes out of balance. Nothing is inherently wrong with putting yourself first. Nothing is necessarily inherently wrong with you um, putting others sometimes ahead of you. It's when it gets out of balance that it becomes the problem. Right, right, right. So what, how does this impact your relationship then? Or, or, or any relationships, I'm not thinking just romantic, but even like family relationships. When you decide to put yourself first, what is the impact? Well, if you've never done it before, you're going to get a lot of pushback. Like we say all the time, like what? Like you've lost it or you're going to get pushback just like any other change that you're going to make. And you know what? Like that in it of itself can really shake things up for a while. Like, let's be honest. If I've been doing everything for my kids up until now, then there's going to be a point where they're going to resist that right? Or maybe you're the friend. You're the friend who's always going above and beyond for everybody. You're the one who's always coordinating the events. You're the one who's always thinking of everybody. And you, and you start to say like, hey, like I can't take on this role all the time. You're going to get one, some pushback because what, what you've been doing works, right? Like we have a good thing going. Like this is what, how the relationship functions. And then it could be that there is like some breakdowns in some part of the relationship because everybody then has to adjust. Yeah. Everybody has to adjust. Like, so now all the things that you were doing before, who's doing it? Mm-hmm. So either like nobody's going to be doing it or other people are really going to have to be challenged to step up and do their part. And they may or may not do that, which could potentially lead to a breakdown in the relationship or it could really help the relationship to grow and flourish but we don't we don't know like we don't know what will happen but what we do know is that if you continue to do that and always do all the things you're gonna get to the point where you're resentful and you're drained and and you're unhappy with the way things are and then a lot of times by that it's like you've been doing this for years and years and years right right but also with that, if you do change it and start putting yourself first, the reality is people know how to adjust. You exactly. know, and I think sometimes we struggle and we're scared of what that, what if they don't or what if, uh, most of the time people can adjust. And especially if mm-hmm. you're not like just blindsiding people, but you're just kind of like slowly integrating it and letting people know and things like that, they will be able to adjust. They will be able to deal with it. They'll learn how to do for themselves and figure mm-hmm. it out and all of that. Um, but like Alisa said, that doesn't mean it doesn't come with the initial like shock and the initial pushback, but for the most part, they can handle it. And I also think a big part of that is how, how different you show up when you are able to show up and do for others, right? It, it, yeah. it feels different and it probably looks completely different when you are able to make the choice to do it, as opposed to this is just what I'm supposed to do. Yeah. And I think, you know, it's so funny. Cause I feel like that's come up so much like the choice, like when you have a choice of being in a relationship where you have a choice of staying or leaving or whatever it just makes it so much different than like I'm forced to do it because like you said that kind of leads to that resentment that leads to that like okay but I just I have to do it and there's nothing I can do about it and so it's kind of like bogs you down a little bit as opposed to like no like 
I took care of myself yesterday and now I have the energy and the time and I want to do this today. And I feel like I'm, I'm a little bit more, it's, it's, it's something that I'm choosing to do as opposed to something that someone is telling me or society is telling me, or my guilt is telling me that I need to be doing. And so yeah. you'll, you'll be surprised at how differently you show up for the relationship and how differently mm-hmm. you show up um, for the people around you and how that may be received much better than the just doing it out of like guilt. Yeah. And I think if you can think of it also, like there's so, like there's so many, um, there's so many cultures also where there's this understanding that there has to be this energy exchange, right? So if, if I'm going to take something, I'm going to give something in return. So this is something you can begin to model, but also think about, again, if we all kind of had that mentality of caring for ourselves, caring for others in this way of balance, then we wouldn't really have the need to talk about, okay, now, like, how do I put myself first and all that? It's that imbalance that's happening, right? right? right. So if I'm, if I have, if I understand that in order for anything to be healthy, there has to be a balance, then I understand that just as I'm giving, I have to be receiving somewhere also. Definitely. And just as others are taking, they have to be inputting something also. So that can sometimes help with the guilt also, right? Like, okay, so is there this even energy exchange here? Because just like anything, anything in nature will show you, you can't just take from it, take from it, take from it, right. take from it, take right. from it. Like, you can't do that. You can't drain something of its resources and it not die out, right? Yeah. Yep. Same for us. You know, you can't just have people take, 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 and it not impact you in a mental, emotional, physical way. Right. 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 Yep. So I think that's a good way to end. Um. So yeah. So you know, practice figure out what your needs are, figure out when you feel comfortable with practicing that and starting to making the choice on whether or not you're going to fulfill your, your needs first or other people's needs first. Um, and just being able to um, kind of clear out your gut where you're just way more aware of what you need is I think is amazing and it's really important. So yeah, thank y'all for joining us. Uh, we will see thank you next week on between sessions make sure you follow us across social media melanin mental health melanin health on twitter and um subscribe rate comment all of that on itunes google play stitcher soundcloud wherever you're listening to the podcast and check out melanin mental health for dope merchandise to find a therapist of color and to listen to previous podcasts we will talk to you all next time bye, bye. <laughs>